Hey guys, welcome back to the Vicious Cycle Podcast. This is a kind of an interesting experience, as you guys know. Uh, you know, pretty pretty uh, early into the this whole program. You know, this is definitely in its infancy, and uh, tonight. It's definitely a little bit different because I actually was on another podcast. I was on the uh, Tricks of the Trade podcast, and uh, we're doing a little cross-promotion here. Uh, I think it really needs to be noted that my man next to me, go ahead and introduce yourself, would you? Uh, my name is Elias Allen, um, professional can crusher and aspiring podcast host myself. He's not really aspiring. He's already there. He's made it, but he's just he, he's being uh, humble. And so, For once in my life, yeah, yeah. It's the only time anyone's ever seen it. But <laughs> the uh, the point is that now I had come and done a podcast with this man already, and he was my inspiration for the Whiskey Women and Water podcast. And we had decided that we would drink whiskey, my alcohol of choice, for the podcast. The problem was. That whiskey didn't necessarily go so well with his podcast. And so my original podcast, we weren't able to air because of some technical difficulties with well, his liver. It wasn't, it wasn't technical. It was uh, bio, biological. Oh, and, biological. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, I, I want to reiterate, to no fault of your own, that episode did not air. So, But it will I, be. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I apologize again, but uh, we discussed... Uh, earlier that we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and air an excerpt of that in the future yes yeah, so, so i mean honestly <clears throat> i had said no problem we will just make that a blooper he, he he is going places his podcast is better than mine it's a lot more organized you're gonna hear that in the audio You've right we've been doing it for three days so give yourself some time yeah well i just i know that i make a lot of mediocre stuff so anyways <laughs> the uh <laughs> I'm going to stick to the fishing thing and just kind of play with this. But his place is going, you know, like his podcast is going places. So uh, it will actually be funny when his his blooper reel comes out. But it just would sound like any other podcast that I have. But <laughs> a little bit more raw, a little bit more uncut. Yeah, a little bit more raw, a little bit more uncut, a lot more, a lot more like probably cancel culture. But. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you. One thing that's really important to me that i want to put out there as we're having this you really are my inspiration i had played with this idea of doing a podcast yep. and then uh i got I, I actually didn't even get invited i mean that i'd be lying i mean you know me i'm all about total accountability oh that's I, right. I, yeah no i actually kind of invited myself i yeah. said hey what's what's this podcast all about well now, well let me let me interject for a sec because you know to your credit you did and i i appreciate that because uh, i was kind of still you know, I was probably only like a month in at that point. Like, I, I, I only had like maybe six episodes going. So I was still like in the infancy of, of my infancy of it too. And I still kind of am. But no, you reached out to me. But to your credit, and I talked about this on our episode earlier, you were someone that I really wanted to have on my show. Just because, you know, uh, we've, been, we've been friends for, you know, five or six years now. And, and uh, you know, just... just hearing your story and just getting to know you as a friend like i've always looked up to you in that regard and uh, um i i when when i saw that you were starting your own i was super stoked well let me Not tell you knowing that i was the inspiration so i appreciate well that. you are the inspiration i gotta say you know i uh 
I uh, I want to say that the respect is mutual. I look up to you. Thank you. I, I think you are a hilarious person. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, and and maybe this is going to grow. I I, I, I actually uh, I listened to his podcast. I download it before every trip. This is uh, I'm one of his faithful following. I download, I listen it, and uh, and I think uh, don't take this as a, a negative comment. I think your comedy is going to grow like i think you're hilarious in person oh, yeah. I, I personally think maybe from having listened because i've been listening since the beginning yeah. i think sometimes maybe you're a little bit reserved uh yeah. I, I think you might play it safe like i think uh and i and i and, I'm, and i don't want to be projecting here but uh but your podcast is great I, and, and i think everyone listening i highly highly recommend that you follow him uh, on my podcast, we can do shameless plugs. He he wasn't that like like really into it. Like he gave me he, he gave me a hard time about me plugging mine on his. Joke. But but the truth is, like I think you should follow him. I love what he's doing, especially promoting uh, Hawaiian business, and uh, he he's opening up the doors to a lot of uh, businesses that people don't really know uh, the interior workings of. And I find that absolutely fascinating. Yeah, man. A lot of people don't realize what what uh, you know, much like what you guys do, much like what. You know, fishermen, commercial or recreational or otherwise, uh, a lot of people don't realize what goes on behind the scenes. It's not just, you know, hooking up a 200-pound ahi on the scale and being like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is what we do every day. Like, there's a lot a lot of bullshit you got to deal with. And, like, a lot of other people who have started small businesses and running small businesses, particularly in Hawaii, um, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that... Uh, you know, isn't very glamorous. Yeah, so why don't you tell people at home, like, basically the premise of your podcast? Like, so basically, you know, like like you, I, I've been kind of, you know, thinking about doing this for a couple years, and uh, for whatever reason, I, I'm a big excuse maker in a lot of ways. Uh, I tend to pick things up and, and put them down without seeing them grow to where they could, you know, be something. Why do you think that is? Uh, just my attention span, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know... I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I have a self, uh, self, what, what they say, self-diagnosed uh, ADD, maybe. No. I don't know. I, I'm kind of always. You enjoy Ritalin, is what you're saying? I, no, no <laughs> actually, no, I don't. I, I don't like any of that shit. I've never done that. Yeah, I've never done Ritalin. Riddle, you just said you don't like it. Now you're saying you don't like well, that. I, I don't, that sounds I don't like, like a man it. in denial. I mean, this isn't a place of judgment. Like this isn't a place I of judgment. Well, I don't like it. <laughs> It was a joke. I, this, <laughs> but, no, but uh, I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about doing something like this for a while, and you know, I listen to podcasts all the time. And uh, who was your introduction? Like, what what hooked you into podcasts? Who, who was? Well, it? you know, I listen to Joe Rogan. Obviously, uh, you know, he's a big one. You know, Joe Rogan. And then I, I would listen to a lot of the Barstool podcasts. You know, so a lot of sports. What do you think about KFC? Uh, be honest. Be honest. I don't listen to KFC. I I, I listen to part of my take. You know the the bars, um, uh, Big Cat and PSG. Oh yeah, I like Big Cat. I I, yeah. I, I, I've, I I don't really listen to KFC. Um, hmm. You know I, I I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't tell you because I, I just don't really listen. I don't listen. I was just them. curious. No, there's no judgment yeah, on. No, no, but no. I just I just don't listen to them. I, no, uh, fair enough. I I have, I have a lot of you know, and then you know during the political season like I, I would listen to political podcasts and you know some NPR here and there any good recommendations in that department uh well you know I, I kind of lean a little bit more conservatively so I like uh, um, I like Dan Crenshaw Dan Crenshaw is is, is someone that uh, you know I don't think he's very controversial um, but he's a, a congressman out of Texas and uh, you know he's someone that I, I like listening to his show 
Um, and, you know, like how'd you discover him? Uh, you know, just I follow him on Instagram and uh, just you know watching the news cycle and stuff. He, he he's on a, a bunch of different. He's on Fox News, obviously. They have him on all the time, and uh, you know he was a Navy SEAL, and you know very decorated military background, and I think I think military. I also really like Tulsi Gabbard, and she's 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 starting a podcast too. I don't know if she started it yet, but uh, she's someone that I really I really really respect as a as a politician. She's pretty sharp. No. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, you know, even though she she's you know, I, I lean more conservative, and, and I guess she's more on the Democrat side. But she's she's a politician that I really respect, and I I, I like a lot of the things that she does, and you know, she has a military background too, and I think that just goes a long way, you know having actual you know military experience and stuff you know i just think as a politician i think that's that's important but um yeah you know I, i've always you know my, my dad my dad is a, a small business owner um he started atlas recycling he, he's from wisconsin came here with you know he sold his baseball card collection and uh, had some player on money and came out here with his best friend to get into the antiques business his best friend had hold on a back. second how amazing was this baseball card oh, collection it was ex- it was where he could it, sell to move bro, to Hawaii. It wasn't just a baseball card collection. It was a well, okay, quick story. His best friend was an antique dealer. He had an antique business in Wisconsin. And uh, he came to Kona multiple times. And he met this couple in South Kona that had an antique store. And he was like, oh, shit, I want to buy this antique store. And so my dad had a very extensive sports cards collection. And... Uh, sold it to his best friend and um, his best friend was like hey you know why don't you come out with me I'll teach you how to run this, this store and you know you can run the store he came out his best friend had to go back and my dad was like well shit I'm gonna stay like you know I got some money I'll stay you know I've never been to Hawaii like always wanted to come to Hawaii and blah 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 and uh, you know couldn't get a job and, and uh, decided to um he, he, he made friends at the ballpark, so he would always be down at the ballpark, they'd be drinking beers and shit after they play and stuff, and everybody would just be throwing their cans in the trash, and uh, my dad would always think back, you know, when he was back home, there'd be always somebody grabbing cans out of the trash to recycle, you know, get some money for the recycling. And he asked his friends, like, is anybody doing recycling here? And they were like, recycling. what's recycling? What the fuck is that? You know? What and, year uh, is this? This is like uh, 1984. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, so a long time, uh, like... Yeah, 84. And, um, you know, he he went down. He, he ended up not getting, not be, he, he had to take out a loan to buy some equipment. And he ended up not being able to get a loan at a bank in, in, in town here for whatever reason. And uh, so he got a loan from a bank back home and uh, just started buying aluminum cans. Was anybody recycling at all? There was nobody recycling. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, I think there was someone what? on the Hilo side. I think there was someone on the Hilo side, but not in Kona. Let me ask you, so with the recycling business, was it a passion project as far as also caring about the environment? At this point, is he only thinking money? Like, well, it, I mean, what, at that point... Was I mean, environmental just, on the scene back then? Well, uh, yeah, because uh, it, was, it was satisfying a need that wasn't... Uh, he, he he tells this story whenever someone asks him he, he tells this story about you know getting off the plane driving into town and on the way into town like 
there'd be like bags of garbage on the side of the road, just like trash on the side of the road. Like you just, just was like, what? Really? Yeah, it was weird. Really? Like yeah, like just you know, just that was norm back just then. Norm, yeah. Just wow. Not no real, you know, recycling program, and you know, it just it's just that's what he when he when he you know when, when you when you get off the plane in Hawaii. I, I would imagine you have some kind of like expectation of what Hawaii is, and it just him seeing the trash and stuff on the side of the road was kind of took him by surprise. So he had that in the back of his mind, and then you know, you know, he he asked his buddies if anybody recycled because no, everyone was just right. throwing their cans away, and he just he just saw a need. He actually went down to the the library and got a uh, um, a Los Angeles County phone book and looked up a scrap dealer in in Los Angeles. No way. And uh, was like, hey, do you guys buy aluminum cans and stuff? And they kind of, you know, they had like a little back and forth. And so, yeah, so you got some equipment. And started it's like back in the day, cans. like payphone, like. Was, yeah, or I, I think he was living at the uh, the Kona Racket Club. Oh, yeah. Down at the golf, down by. Uh, Did I used Kona. to, I used to live right over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, he yeah I, I know those, exactly. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, he was on one of those, uh, uh, you know. Fairway apartments down there, oh, yeah. and um, I stumbled back of those many a night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so he just started buying aluminum cans, and uh, you know, this isn't doing the story much justice, but no, you are. I always had, I always had a, a real, you know, not only fascination with, you know, my dad as an entrepreneur, but an admiration and, and respect because, you know. To really take the risk of starting your own business and putting yourself out there, as, as you could probably attest to too, it, it uh, you know, it, not everybody can do it. Not everybody's up for it. And it's nothing against them, but the people who do undertake that, uh, you know, venture, I, I have a lot of respect and admiration for those people. And I'm lucky that I didn't have to do that. And I'm also really lucky that. I Not just yet. so happened to enjoy. Well, no. Well, you I, never I, know what the future holds. Yeah, no, you're you right. may have it. No, no, you you're may right. you may go on your own. Yeah, yeah. I am just also really lucky that I've really uh, grown to enjoy the business. You know, that's something I feel, especially in Hawaii, that uh, um, you know, you see it. You see it a lot of times where I feel like the generation before us, like my parents' generation. That's. That generation that, that started a lot of small business. And, you know, growing up, I, I saw a lot of friends that just didn't take the same interest. And I found that unfortunate because, you know, that is... Uh, Why do you think that is? Well, for whatever reason. I mean, a lot of times, you know, people just have, you know, different interests as they grow older. I mean, it's... The recycling industry is a very generational industry. Why is that? Um, you, you know, a lot of the big recycling companies are very generational in the sense that you know you had guys, a lot of a lot of immigrants, a lot of immigrants got into the recycling industry. You know, in the in the twenties, thirties, and forties. Um, you know, a lot of people from Europe and a lot of Russians too. A lot, of, a lot of people just in the, a lot of immigrants. You know, just trying to you know f- find something that they could latch on to to make their way in mm. in America. You know. And, uh, Isn't that amazing in America how often things that would be considered undesirable end up being a very profitable or successful business? Like, isn't it amazing how often well, stuff other people don't want to do well, end up being a great business? Well, and that's the thing, dude. Like, that's that's the, that's the thing that America does provide is uh, 
And that, that's, the, that's the thing I love about, about you know, the, the immigrant story of America is, is for what you just said, you know. You, you, people that come from places that are, you know, not as well off, for the most part, and we have a lot of, you know, Mexicans that work with us and stuff, and mm -hmm. like, like a lot of Filipinos, um, you know, mm -hmm. They really fucking bust their ass over here because mm. they can accomplish things that they just can't accomplish where they're from. You know, from a you know financial standpoint, a, a life right. lifestyle standpoint, and stuff. So I've always really admired that about you know the immigrant spirit of America. But yeah, the, the scrap scrap and recycling industry is very generational in that sense. Where you know you had you had the one the first the first people to come here, mm. and like you know they built like a little thing and like just you know eventually their kids had to help out and they got into it and their kids helped out you know just so i always found that very very uh you know fascinating about the industry and i just thought i just thought like i just thought everything was just so cool you know like the sound of you know a thousand cans being cr you know i just thought it was just so cool when did the world catch up with recycling as far as caring about the environment too because i remember like my uh, first recycling there, bin man. like we're i remember still getting there we're not caught up it's still it's still getting there and then there's a lot of there's a lot of bureaucratic a lot of bureaucratic uh you know bullshit that much like any other industry but you know particularly with with recycling because the problem the, the problem with recycling is that a lot of times it costs more it, it just costs a little bit more. Like it costs more to recycle than to actual to, than what? To, than to get, like for example. Like what materials are actually worth recycling monetarily, and what metal? Metal mostly, I would say metal is predominantly the most. Uh, I mean, the me like you know all your aluminum. Like metal is is hundred percent recyclable. Number one. Right, but which ones? Because there must be a point on some of those materials where it costs more money to deal with them than actually. Return no, metal, like no metal. Metal, metal for the most part is it's it's cheap it's it's cheaper to use recycled material than it is to harvest raw material. Okay, that's, great. That's not even a, that's not even a discussion. So what's the asterisk then here? Cardboard, glass. Yeah, what, all your mixed recycling, all the mixed recycling stuff, and uh, you know, I could go off the deep end on that. I, I actually uh, would love to hear you go off the deep end yeah. because one of my things is that. You know, spending a life out at sea, I see oh, an ungodly oh, damn, I'm glad, I'm, amount I'm glad ask about of stuff out at the ocean. I see a ridiculous amount of bottles, cans, all the stuff. And I wonder all the time, uh, especially being someone who has been in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, or the gyres they call that. Like, I literally have been through... Uh, this one area of the ocean that had trash for three days straight, like as far as you could see. Now, I know some fishermen who deny that area even exists. They'll say it's fictitious. But I'm telling you, I have driven through this area where it, maybe it's not exactly a gyre as they describe it, but for three days straight, as far as I could see, was garbage. It was absolutely disgusting. Jesus. And so I think about that all the time. I think, what is the solution? A, we need to get the shit out of the water. And B, what can we do with it? Well, there is... There Oh man, there's so many, there's so many different, there's so many different, uh, different things, so many different moving parts. But I'm just gonna, you know, for 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 timekeepers' sake, I'm, yeah, I'm, don't worry about timekeepers. Well, I'm my, just gonna stick. My, I'm gonna stick with the most important thing, and that's that's okay, the well, issues in Hawaii. The issues in Hawaii. Let, let's talk about the ocean because you know yeah, where no, you know where the world's garbage all ends up is on our beach. Yeah, absolutely. So how do so what do we do? Well, 
Number one, stop buying uh, 36 packs of uh, one-time use plastic bottles as best you can. That's the number one thing I always suggest to people where they're trying to say, like, oh, what can I do differently? That's the first thing. Okay. Buy a Yeti. Get rid of single use. Buy, buy a, you know, as much as you can in your personal life, get, as, get rid of as much single-use plastic as you can. A lot of it's unavoidable. What about buying glass bottles of water? I buy a lot of sparkling water. Good or bad? Glass bottles, fine. Glass is fine. Uh, glass is, you know, you make, you make new glass out of old glass. Plastic is not necessarily the case. That's the problem. You know, one-time-use plastic is one-time-use plastic for a reason. It's just the... Uh, like it doesn't recycle well or it doesn't recycle at all? Well, it doesn't recycle well, but... It, it doesn't recycle well in the sense that it definitely costs a shit ton more to recycle it and make it into new plastic than it is to just harvest old plastic for the simple reason that plastic is made from the polymers of oil refining. And um, so long as fossil fuels are our predominant source of uh, energy, that's always going to be a thing. And that's not a bad thing. Uh, I'm just going to reiterate that. It's not a bad thing that fossil fuels are our number one thing because there are ways, there are ways to, you know work in unison with fossil fuels, you know, with sustainable and renewable energy. Yeah. And uh, anyway, to, 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 to hit on that, one viable solution that Hawaii in particular would benefit from is uh, waste to energy. And they do that on Oahu with uh, H-Power, but it's not, it's, 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 it's more so they're just burning like full on like, um, uh, SMW, solid municipal waste, yep. you know, and uh, the, the process I'm talking about is, is, is uh, you know, you take all your plastics and, and paper and uh, fiber and, and, and wood waste and all your real combustible waste and it, there's a process involved where you, you, com you, you know, grind it up, make it into like a, a combustible fuel for power plants. And that's a viable solution that I think Hawaii would benefit from, particularly, be, or most Is that like an organic generator? What is that? Uh, no, it's just, you know, all, you, you would just, you would have to, the only problem with it is that you'd have to really uh, redefine your waste stream. You know, you'd really have to set up infrastructure. You have to really put infrastructure in place to uh, reinvent your waste stream in Hawaii. You'd want to divert as much of that shit as you can away from the landfill. What I find is really interesting. So, following the capsizing of my old boat, yeah, I I got seriously seriously into <clears throat> fish fertilizer. Yeah, and, I remember and, you talking to me about that. Yeah, and then I got into this wormhole, like where I just got deeper and deeper. And I'd go to these uh, waste management like conferences, and yeah. I went to like this. Remember big, you me, yeah. yeah, yeah, I went to this big trash conference in Las Vegas, yep. and I went to this other trade show, and I and I and I got deeper and deeper into it, and. Um, Another great guy for your podcast, this guy Bryce uh, Groke, he actually got this company to put up a uh, – he went as far as getting a waste uh, to energy generator for the Big Island where the company literally – right – literally would put up the whole thing. And I think they were fronting like $100 million, some insane amount of money. Jesus Christ. And we could – and he couldn't get it past like the, the politicians. Um, basically, the waste to generator – it was going to be installed here for free, but the thing that they were going to make their money on was natural gas and propane that they were able to harvest off. And so they literally they could have provided, um, you know, they would have they would have taken all the garbage 
and they would have produced energy for the Big Island. And of course, unfortunately, one of those things that happened is that government got involved, and particularly the electric company. Oh, we think. Yeah, yeah, Helco and whatever got involved, and they shut it down. But literally, he he got as far as having a company where they got it in front of the government, where he said they will pay for this, and like it will be the best thing ever for this island. I'm reading about this. But then, yeah, but then money got involved and shut it down. So unfortunate, like. Um, I'm really encouraged by the uh, new mayoral mayoral administration. Um, Mitch Roth seems to be very involved with uh, building up local business and stuff. And he also is really, he's met with us a couple times about, uh, you know, what, what, I, I, as, I have good as, things as, to say about him too, as well. So yeah, yeah. As yeah. as a as a you know recycling company, and he's met with a lot of the other recycling companies on the on the Big Island, and there's a few of them um, about you know fixing this waste stream problem. Because what happened was in 2018, China put up China instilled this new initiative called the Green Wall Initiative, and basically it it it, it put stricter barriers in place because China was the was the main the main importer of all this mixed recycling, all your low-grade plastic, all your low-grade paper, all your mixed recycling, mixed paper, mixed plastic, all this shit. For just Hawaii or United States in general? The world. The world? The world, Okay. The biggest importer. And, uh, you know, they put put this green initiative, green wall initiative in place. You know, to their credit, you know, they did that. And... uh, so what did the initiative say? What? So it, it just it just placed stricter barriers as far as uh, cleanliness of material. A lot of times, you know, especially with plastic and paper, there'd be a lot of you know co-mingling, a lot of a lot of mixed you know mixed batches, you know, because there's cert- there's there's dozens of different grades of paper. There's dozens of different grades of plastic. Interesting. And um, you know. Again, going back to the, the, the efficiency and economic, you know, eff- efficacy of, of recycling, um, the reason why there's so many incurred costs in it is because there's so many different grades, so many different types, and it's just, it's just so many different moving parts. So anyway, they made it real strict, and because they're the biggest importer, they were able to kind of control the market in that sense. So not only are they making it harder to recycle it, they're not paying for it at all, or they're or they're charging to accept it. Oh wow! So basically, for Hawaii, what really hurt was uh, they're actually charging to get the materials. Yeah. So basically, it just forced Hawaii because of the uh, you know just you know for the economies of scale living in Hawaii are just so much different than anywhere else in the world We're in the middle of the ocean. Um, they just made it exponentially more expensive to get the material off the island than it would be to just landfill it. And that's the reality that we're facing right now as a state is, uh, you know, trying to find a solution for that. So the problem is the cost to do it the right way costs more than to put it in a hole. Way more. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, And where's the pushback on that? That government doesn't want to spend the money is the pushback? I mean, because I, I think... Well, it's, it, there's there's that, and I don't, you know, fuck, you know, there, there's you know, there's a limited budget, you know, we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic now, too, that's a different story, but, uh, you know, there's a finite amount of resources that the state can allocate towards stuff like this, and, uh, you know, it just ended, it ended up just being a numbers game. That's amazing you know? to me that the state feels like 
what's best for the environment is a back burner issue. Why is that? I don't know, man. That's a bureaucratic thing. You're gonna have to get a. You have to get the head of the health department on this podcast eventually. <laughs> like that. Put that person in the hot seat. But um, I don't know if they have any fishing background. I'm, but. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you from from my chair. That's kind of what I'm seeing. And uh, to circle back to the original question, the reason why I started my podcast was to focus on uh, you know local industry. You know, local business, not just business owners, but, uh, you know, people that are doing, like, interesting hobbies, people that are, you know, creating, you know, people that are you're doing different, like, trade craft and crafts, and and uh, there's just so many talented people in Hawaii, and, like, you know, how you wanted to start your podcast. The stories, I think, I, I, I'd be... I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. I think the stories need to be told. Um, just, uh, especially now with, you know, how exposure is so much easier and more widespread with social media and all that stuff. I just think, uh, you know, a lot of people want their story to be told. They might not never tell you that, but, you know, they want to talk yeah. about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a good, it's a good medium where I can just kind of have a conversation with people and just... Let them kind of, you know, let their hair down and, and just kind of tell their story because, you know, a lot of it is a fucking grind and, and people <clears throat> sacrifice a lot and they they pour their blood, sweat and tears into it. And uh, I think that's 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 an, and, and not only that, you know, the Big Island community, the state of Hawaii in, in general, too. But uh, the, the, um, it's a very family knit and, and, and tight community and people want to build each other up. People want to hear people's stories and promote each other and support each other and that's that's the real reason why i wanted to, to do it that's awesome man yeah i really respect that i uh thank you again i mean i i, I don't want to keep sounding like a fan here over just that's okay but i am i am okay, I, I, I mean i really that. admire what you're doing i think that's great i have a lot of respect for people who work hard something yeah. like this is working hard and you are really focusing on people who work hard yeah. otherwise they probably wouldn't make it and i also want to say i truly believe everybody has a story yep. and sometimes it may sound funny it's the hardest person to get to believe that is themselves 100% man yeah. you can't I, I can't tell you enough how many times uh, <clears throat> um, you know I'll put my feelers out and I'll, I'll reach out to people and, and be like hey you know I got this podcast or like hey even if it's friends of mine too yeah. like hey 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 come, come on the show like I want to talk to you about this stuff and they're like well, I don't really do anything. It's just saying. I was like, don't. No, you that's, do. That's that's no. That's everybody not true. does. Everybody does, and everybody, you know, however unglamorous whatever it is they're doing may or may not be. There's there's excerpts in their story. There's there's little stories within their story that are like, if not exciting, fascinating, interesting, and and you can learn a lot from. You know? Yeah. I agree fully. I think yeah. so much of that self-doubt sadly comes from our culture mm -hmm. of emphasizing, um, I don't want to say celebrities and stuff because that's not really what I'm trying to say, but there's a certain amount of people that receive a lot of the light. Recognition. And there's a, recognition, man. recognition yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of people that actually hold those people accountable or get them to where they're at. But you don't hear those people's story a lot of times. And a lot of times the story that got them there, the person who backed those people are the best story there is, but you just don't get to hear it. 
you know? Absolutely, man. I couldn't agree more. Like, that's... And, and just listening to so many different podcasts over the years, too, like... My whole thing, and, and I've, I've... When did you start listening to podcasts? Probably, like, around 2016, honestly. Okay, so you're kind yeah, of a veteran. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. a veteran even before you had your show. But it was mostly just, you know, I'm a big football fan, I'm a big sports fan. So I was just listening, I was just listening to, like, sports sports shows like mainstream stuff too so like you know like uh uh colin cowherd is someone that i've listened to since i was in high school he's a sports uh broadcaster and i honestly he was the first the first show that i started listening to and it was just like a an audio recap of his because he has a daily show on sports and um you know so that's where i started like just listening to that and then just I, I'm not very. I'm not a very technologically, you know, adept person. So it, it's kind of funny think looking back and be like, because you know, there's millions of podcasts, like millions, and uh, you know, eventually I just started finding like little ones here and there, and it's just something. Yeah, I just I I'm more of a movie guy, so I'm not really a mute. I, I I don't really like you star in movies. No, like I just enjoy movies. I'm not like a a lot of people just are really into. And I, okay, okay. I'm sure you've started some I, movies, but we're not no, asking no, no, no. to see those, dude. No, no, like, no, 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 no. I, I do love music. I'm a big karaoke enthusiast, but I'm more so movies are more so. My whoa, 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 whoa! Is that right? That's uh, what's your go-to jam right now? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Okay. I won't go your go-to jam. I'll go. It's our first date. All right, me and you. Me and you. Let's say this is our first date, okay? And you My want friend. to woo me? We, this is we, probably what you. Is this, it Dutch? Are we doing Dutch? What's the deal? What do you mean Dutch? I don't. I, Dutch? I, are we splitting the bill? Am I fronting? You take. You're a man. You're fucking cheaping out on the bill. Do we even have this conversation? Are you serious? There is no karaoke if we have to worry about you fucking not paying. Are you kidding me? All right. So I'm fucking looking good. I got my dress on. I'm fucking... Oh, you're I'm, a woman. Oh, yeah. I'm a woman in this case. Yeah. I'm looking good. I'm looking good. I'm looking... You know, you're you're thinking like, what am I going to do to take me home? What's going what's what, to put me over the edge? Yeah, yeah. What is sealing the deal? How am I taking this fish home? What are... What are you singing me? What What is the song? Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up. There's a lot of different factors that come into play. As, what kind uh, of fact? How I, drunk I am? You fucking how, piece of shit. How drunk? <laughs> how drunk I am? What time of night is it? What's it's two a.m. It's two a.m. It's last call, but you haven't sold me yet. Last call. Last call, but you haven't sold me yet. This is your song. This is your moment. How are you taking me home? Let's see. I think I think last song. You know, just a banger. Right at the end, I think I'm going Return of the Mac by Mark Morris. Oh, man. I, you... that, I think that's a good one to shut the club down. Hmm. I, I, I lead with that sometimes. But do, like you have a dance, said, do you have some dance moves? Because that really seems like that could really depend on the age of the woman on that one. Uh, that's a good point. You are 39. So I'm 39. Be, I mean, that's kind of my... I think we'd be good that, there. I yeah, think, yeah. Well, I, think, I, think, I think... Hey, I, I'm experienced, okay? Don't fucking try and age me. Don't try and age me, all right? I'm saying, you know the song. Yeah, I probably, I'm probably. i 39. I've got a pair of bolt-ons, probably. You know, I've had a little bit of a, a little bit of a lift job. So I hear I the think, song. So Return of the Mac. What do you think? I'm not gonna let you fucking me. <laughs> you got me. I mean, uh, on your birthday, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. And don't worry, I'll tell you, you're different. <laughs> There's something different about you. Don't worry. 
Yeah. Don't, don't worry. There's just something different about you. Okay. Yeah, I never do this. I never do this. That was just... <laughs> just Return of the Mad got me. I never do this. I, I never... <laughs> that's always a good one. They say. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. Out. You know, it's funny about the I never do this. They, that is in the um, the bar stool final page of, like, the bar fly. But then after the recently divorced, that's also in, like, the last page. Like, I never do this. Like, no way. They said that when you were 19, too. Amazing. Okay. Good night. Every, every girl's got it in her wheelhouse for a certain situation. Yeah, well, no judgment. Thank God they no, do. definitely not. Yeah, yeah definitely there'd be a lot of lonely nights if there wasn't. Yeah, a lot absolutely. of sad people out there. Absolutely. Myself, yeah. I'd be one of them. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, but... Uh, you just keep throwing that in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dis- but... Uh, disclaimer. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding, I swear. I swear to God. No, but, um, I just, uh, I think, I think, uh, podcasts for me, for me, and you know, and probably like you too, I have a lot of, I'll have a lot of, uh, time at work where, um, you ready for another beer too? Yeah, sure. Oh, you're using a lighter? Um, I have a lot of time at work where it's just like me kind of doing a task by myself. So like, I'd rather listen to something where I can kind of learn something versus like, you know, music, and I, I do enjoy music, but like when I'm multitasking, and if if I'm having, there's only so many hours in the day, you know. So I'd rather be kind of like either learning something or listening to something that is entertaining to me. Where I'd rather listen to like a funny podcast versus music for entertainment, you know. You I know do. What I'm well, no, I do. So my taste personally has changed greatly too. Like. So I would listen to music, and then you get in a playlist, and, they, and, and you know, I go offshore five to seven days. Yeah. So, like, you can only hear the same playlist sure. over and over. So, like, now what I do is, like, I have found some podcasts that I really enjoy, such as yours, and I Thanks. I download them all, and I don't listen to them when I'm on land. I'm going to be full disclosure. I purposely don't listen to them on land, and I save all of them for when I'm actually fishing. So that way, once I get out of phone range, I've got them downloaded, I can listen to them outside of phone range. So I still, I'm learning, I'm listening and I still listen to music, but I'm not getting inundated with the same, you know, I mean, how many times can you listen to Return of the Mac? You know what I mean? Like, so, so like, I can tell you, the, no, no, the, no, no. the answer is a hundred times a week. That's yeah, the, yeah. That, that's yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, threshold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good number. No, but, um, hundred and one's just like, it breaks you. I, I love music. I, I, I love listening to the same music over and over, but, uh, yeah, like the, like the, repetitive repetitiveness of it um i just personally i just would rather uh listen to podcasts and so that's i i I was listening to them a bunch and uh i it's funny i I entertained the i i finally i was like trying to get serious how long have you been thinking about it before you actually pulled the trigger Maybe, and what was the maybe, final motivation to do it? Maybe a couple years. A couple years. Oh, wow. Maybe a couple years. And um, so finally, let's, let's, let's rewind to late 2019, early 2020. Okay. So about a year, year and some change ago. Uh, I got a buddy that works for Naleo TV. Shouts out Mike Alameda. Um, and I approached him. I recorded like a little sample like intro kind of outlining the premise and you know what it's all about sent it to him and uh was this just a trailer with you or were you recording just, uh, just just with me just like it was like a like a 
90-second, two-minute thing. Oh, cool. And uh, I sent it to him, and he was like, dude, I love it. Let's let's do it. Let's 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 meet up and talk more about it. And fuck, we just never did. Like COVID, then COVID happened. Like a what, what's months that? Later. Huh? What's COVID? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is this you're speaking yeah. of? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fucking remind me. And I just you know I just got you know busy with my stuff. He got busy with his stuff. Like you you were thinking about doing like a co-host type thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, you know we were. I wanted to talk to him about. Yeah, yeah, we were thinking about doing it together. And um, just never really, because of COVID, never really materialized. And, uh, you know, fast forward to, like, September, um, I just was like, fuck, man, like, I went for a, I went for a run. This is September 2020? Yeah. This is when it started? Like six months ago, seven okay. months ago. All right. Went for a run after work. I hate running. I can tell. I fucking hate running. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you, dude. <laughs> I fucking hate running. I, I, I love to exercise, but I hate jogging. I hate running. So I went from a run from Atlas to Old Airport and back. And I got really fucking stoned. I smoked myself out really nice. Before the run or during the run? Before and after, but mostly after. Wait, I you got... actually smoke weed as you're running? I, sw- I like to smoke before I work out. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I uh, that in I, itself is an art. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never. Yeah, I, I, I like, I like smoking before I work out and before I run and before I do chores and before I pretty much do a lot of things. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, so I, I, I was on this like really fucking crazy like runners high slash high high weed high, and um, I had one of these mics because I would record the radio ads for Atlas. Shout out to Atlas Recycling. I'm going to say, I, you. you get the most for your your cans over there. If I, I've heard the ads, right? Yeah, thank you. Is that right? You get, I'm actually kind of dropping the ball. I, I got to... Uh, Isn't that how the ads go? Like, yeah, come yeah, to Atlas Recycling, yeah, you get yeah. the most for get your... Get more, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Get more for your buck or whatever. Is that how it goes? Go yeah, ahead. Why don't you just... Get more. Atlas Recycling, get more. That's right. Get more. That's get it. More. Yeah, no, I've heard it. I mean... If I actually recycled, that's where I would go. You should, man. It's good for the environment. Well, actually, you know what I do? I purposely take all my recycling from the house, yeah. and I take all the cans from the boat, uh-huh. and I put them in the dumpster at the harbor, and... Oh, people grab them. And they end up at Alice Recycling, but the reason I do that, it sounds ridiculous, but a lot of the kind of... This, oh, this, okay. this is kind of sad, it's not. but a lot of them are kind of like older fishermen and stuff, or like... Dude, so I actually leave the bag like, of the cans on the side no, of the dumpster yeah, yeah, so they yeah, don't yeah, have to no, go... No, no, Yeah, yeah. That, I okay, leave... No, no, here, yeah, can, yeah. I, can I do a yeah. PSA? Yeah. Public service PSA? announcement? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. People who are drinking, whether it be alcohol, soda, water bottles, anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's what we do. Whenever you're at a public place, if you're not trying to take your recyclables home with you, leave it on the side of the. Someone can easily get it. Not only can someone easily get it, someone will definitely grab it. That's, like that's a fact. Well, that's literally what I do is I put the stuff in a bag, which is kind of a put shame. It, I use a bag. little bag and put and it on I the put side. it on the side because I know that some like some uncle, it. somebody's going to grab it. Sometimes it's a fisherman. Sometimes it's chronic. But either sometimes way, sometimes someone just goes to that beach every like 
There are people. I mean, I, I grew up in Eli. Let's be honest. I mean, of... it's probably 50-50. Some, some recycling is probably paying for meth, right? I mean, let's not kid anybody. I don't know about 50-50. It might be like 80-20. <laughs> okay, well, well, well whatever. It's a nice conversation. It's <laughs> a different conversation. I mean, but some no. recycling is paying for some meth. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but we don't have to go into that. Yeah. But it's getting recycled. That's the important part. Even if, the long story short, it's the best for the environment, maybe not best for their health. Yeah. 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 Atlas Recycling. Get more for your meth. <laughs> no. Holy shit. Don't say that. I'm just kidding. But we, uh, we have a very serious homeless population. Uh, but, but yeah, um, you know, I, I, I was having like a, a really interesting moment in my life too, where I just, I was having a, a, a an interesting sense of self, you know, like I, I felt like, I felt like I didn't really have anything that was mine. You know, I didn't, I didn't have anything that people would like be like, Oh yeah, Elias, like, oh, he's really good at this. And not to say that I'm good at this, but like, that's self doubt you're dealing with, my friend. Well, you're yeah, great yeah, at all kinds. You're great at all kinds of stuff. Demons, yeah, I know. For me, work is is a really big part of my life. So like that is something I really identify with, and that is something that's really important to me, big part of my life. But you know, like shit, like I, like I, I don't surf. Like I don't, I don't like. What does this surfing you speak of? I don't really do anything crazy. Well, you fish because you're going to tell us about your Marlin story. Because don't think you're getting out of here without talking about your Marlin story. I've I've fished. And I want to get into more of that, too. But, uh, you know, I just... I, um... I I had this this big runner's high going. And I went into my office... And I was like, I'm just going to, like, record a couple, like, sample things, you know, like sample introductions. Where's your office? Down, down, down uh, the shop? Yeah, oh, cool, shop. cool. Yeah, All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. And so I just, uh, you know, tur- turned the mic on and, and recorded, like, a five-minute fall introduction of a pretend guest. Who was your first pretend guest? Well, it wasn't just my first pretend guest. It was, <laughs> was your, the first actual guest. Who was your pretend guest? Uh, wait, wait! You've had more than one pretend guest. No, no, no. The first, the, the guy who was my pretend guest, ended up being my actual first guest. But was he actually there the first time you did it? Or no, 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 no. I just did like a so I, so if you listen to the episode, I'll do like a two or three minute like introduction before the actual interview happens. Right, like right, right. Yeah. So I did like one of those. I did like a like a three minute like introduction, introducing my guest, who was Brandon Ohuna, my friend Brandon Ohuna. Cool. Um, I just like fake introduced him, like what he's all about and all this kind of shit. And, uh, that was episode one. Yeah. Yeah. And so I sent that to my sister who is my younger sister, but you know, I really look up to her. She's, you know, a really solid person in my life. And she, she's someone who, uh, is very black and white. Like if, if she doesn't like something she'll tell you if she likes something she'll tell you so I sent it to her and I was like hey listen to this I'm thinking about doing like a podcast listen to this let me know what you think she listened sent it right back or texted me right back or called me right back and she was like hey that was pretty good cool that was pretty good like are you serious about like doing this like because if you are, like, you should try it. Like, you know, oh, cool. Yeah. So it was really like a... Good positive you know, reinforcement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Really, really cool moment between her and I, you know. 
And um, shouts out to my uh, sister, new mother. Maybe, oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, oh, that yeah. means you're a new uncle. Yeah, exactly. Hey, congratulations yeah, all around. Yeah, all right, yeah, boy, yeah. girl. Uh, baby girl. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh she's, man. Uh, she's beautiful, yeah. Oh, she's daddy's spoiled. girl, yeah, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, we're done, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're done. Oh, and uncle, you're going to be buying the things thing, for yeah. her, and next thing you know, you're going to have ribbons. Well, you don't have hair, but like for me, yeah, for me, yeah. <laughs> but like for me, I got to wear ribbons in my hair, and yeah. they're going to be painting your nails. And, oh, <laughs> don't think that's not happening. Like, look at my nails right now. Like, if you see the ends of them, oh, you see that? You see that? It's still... That's the last time Vera painted my nails, and I'm still dealing with that. No, like, don't, dude, I got, I got talons, bro. Don't, don't even look. Dude, at I'm that. at the airport. I'll snatch, I'll snatch. Uh... Well, you have talons now, but not once you have a niece who's down there manufacturing. Look, dude, I'm at the airport, like right after she had painted them, and I didn't even think about it. I see this little kid looking over at me, looking down, looking down. And I'm not thinking. I'm not even. I forgot that she had painted my nails like two oh, days, shit. days earlier, and then I see the kid tugging, and I'm like, I'm looking over. She goes. And, and, and it's this little boy who goes, I think that's a woman. <laughs> I'm like, and she's like, what? She's like, I think he, I think, I think he, she is a woman. I'm like, and I'm listening. She's like, look, pointing at the toenails. And I'm like, and I hear it. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not a woman. I, my daughter painted my nails. And then I hear the most disbelieving yeah right, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, this kid is just call This kid is just calling me out. Oh like, God, this bro. kid's like, oh yeah, this kid's just like, yeah right. That that guy's a woman, dude. Like, so he totally called me out for having my nails painted. So now I'm like a little bit conscious of it. Like after she paints my nails, I'm like, all right, you gotta clean that up. That's fucking classic, dude. Um, but yeah, so fucking, uh, I uh. Yeah, my si- my sister. Shouts out to my sister, Chewy. What is uh, your sister's name? Kamale. Beautiful name. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, she kind of gave me some positive reinforcement right off the bat, which is important, you know, when you're trying to start something new. For sure. And uh, I, I hit, like, on my way home that night, I hit up Brandon, my friend Brandon, and, uh, and I had kind of talked to him about it, like, previously, just kind of, you know, I was like, hey, I think I... You know, fuck, I'm thinking about doing this podcast, like, and, you know, if I ever do do it, like, I would want you to be my first guest, and, uh, he was like, yeah, do it, yeah, so he was really, you know, supportive, and, and yeah, so I, so I called him up on my way home, and I told him, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna send this to you, like, listen to it, it's, you, this is kind of gonna be, like, the, the premise, kind of, you know, and so he listened to it, and, uh, hit me right back, and I was like, bro, I'd be honored. It was great. Like, let's do it. Awesome. So yeah, shouts out to Brandon bro, for really, uh, you know, being the first—not just being the first guest, number one, but just being so supportive. Uh, supportive. Um, and yeah, you know, so so I recorded with him, and when I stopped, I was like, okay, now what? Because like I didn't really know what to do. So like I, I just. Uh, you know, it took me like a month. What did you originally record on? Like what? on this? Yeah. On, on this? Yeah, same, same, same stuff. Same yeah. Oh, yeah. great, cool. So the two mics and yeah. and, and GarageBand. Yeah. And uh, okay, so this is through GarageBand. Yeah. That's how you do it. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. And uh, you know, these mics are 120 bucks, and they're like you know, high quality, professional, co- yeah. professional grade. You know. And um, so like I, I started researching like how to host it, how to post it, like all this kind of stuff. Like you have to like apply for apple and all these all all the all the you know the the services you gotta send an application to and stuff and 
it's all like formality stuff of course pretty much and yeah. uh well, that's like any business, yeah, right? There's uh, always yeah. paper. There's oh, always yeah. paperwork just, nobody yeah, sees. There's, just, a, there's always BS nobody it's, sees. It's, right? No, it's just like a yeah, just yeah. fucking a couple click. It's just anyway. And then, uh, you know, I had to figure out how to like cut it and all that stuff, and 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 uh, it took me like a month. And then, uh, so your stuff's a lot cleaner than mine so far. Yeah, and maybe well, that's the direction I'll go. But right now, my stuff is really raw. Like well, I, I mean, well, that's. Like th- for what you're doing though, that's kind of like the charm, you know. Like I, for me, I like doing my podcast here, up here on, on the deck, just because it, it's like the, it's like a character of the show, you know. It's like the setting is 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 just a character of the show, you know. I really like listening to them when like you can hear like the birds in the background and shit. We can hear the cokey frogs yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, these fuckers. But um, it's just like a character of the show, and I do like doing them. Um, Mobily, and it, it it's cool that being flexible with it, being mobile with it, does help because yeah. you know, fuck, we're just a couple of guys. You know, we're not like paying people to come on the show. We're not professionals. Right. Like we're just trying to get a story, and you know, people have real lives and you know, real things going on. You know, and, for sure. And uh, it just you know, like how you're doing yours. Like I think that's 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 part of the charm of your of this is is just it's you do it when you can do it with you can do it with and, yeah. and it's like and then not only that but like part of the lifestyle that's part of the lifestyle I feel like my podcast yeah. has a lot of uh, flexibility because sure. you know I'm not really trying to you know I don't want to say I'm not trying to achieve anything out of it because that's not true but I'm not um, <clears throat> what's the right way to say this I care more about the story yeah. you know like that this is actually something I've run into personally uh, like in my writing so I've, I've written some stuff. And so I am kind of so in the middle on certain things mm-hmm. that uh, I don't really sell that well in certain avenues. Like, And what I mean by that is sport fishing boats think that I – or like sport fishing magazines think I'm too commercial. Commercial fishing magazines uh, with some of my writing think I'm too, um, uh, you know, the other way. Yeah. And so I have like this real balance where I have a huge acceptance where I love like all fishermen. Yeah. And so I end up being in this uh, blase kind of situation where they really want in a lot of written stuff, they want like an extremist. They want like yeah. a super, super commercial guy or they want a super, super sport fishing guy. And I often find myself in this middle where the people are but like... You are though. You are in that middle though, aren't you? Well, I am in that middle. Yeah, and, but but the places, a lot of times, there isn't really a spot for me. So that's kind of like why I want to sport fish. Because, or I'm um, not sport fish. That's why I wanted to do my own podcast with sport fishing, commercial fishing, charter fishing, all these things. Because exactly that, that I was kind of in this spot where... I didn't really fit like a, you know kind of, I've always kind of been like a, like a square peg in a round hole in the fishing community like I've always kind of yeah. loved like everything fishing and that just hasn't always like you know you'll have like uh, people be like oh fuck those guys and fuck those guys and I've never really felt that way I've kind of been more like we should show you know like kind of love everybody and yeah. like you know I've kind of it's hard to say because I, I consider myself a pretty hard fisherman um, and I think most people would too. But, I would. I would consider you a hard fisherman. Well, thank you. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I, I have definitely um, fully invested in my life. But there are definitely people where they're like, 
they feel like I'm too in the middle. And so, like, for that, I, I you know, I think that's kind of a bummer because yeah. I truly, like, love, love, love fishing, like, in every direction. And you're just not going to make everyone happy. No, but unfortunately, my writing, has, and, and, and that probably goes back to writing a book, my writing hasn't really found a great home because... People want in a magazine, for example, like I've written for some magazines and uh, not had the best response. They really want somebody who speaks to their agenda. And my agenda is less pro one direction or the other. It's more pro like – not pro life. That sounds like I'm like some feminist. That's not what I'm going with. Like I'm more like – like I'm more like – Pro fishing. Pro, pro fishing. Pro any kind of fishing. Pro whoever you are. You know what I love? I love unapologetic people, people who are unapologetic for who they are. Yeah. I don't care what you do. I love when so you like, yeah. are fully into something, which is kind of like what your podcast no, is. That's what podcast is for all about. Like, yeah. Just, you're like, you, you, don't ha- you don't have, you don't have uh, an agenda to answer to. Like, it's, it's what you want. Like, I'm sure you'll have some fucking bass masters on here at some point. It's like fucking fishermen, man. You I know? hope so. Dude, yeah, look, that's fucking fascinating, too. I don't it, that, that is a whole other thing. We will, we're going to try. You We're going to try and get some. Uh, you know who I really want to try and get on there is my idol from when I was a kid. Jimmy Houston, who's like this, like bassmaster. He's a ba- yeah, yeah. He's like he used to win, win those titles. He's like this total hillbilly. He kisses every fish, like, <laughs> and he's always like, look at the belly at that one. And then he kisses him, let him go. He was like, he had Jimmy Houston outdoors. He's like been wildly successful. Down, but I, 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 I'm gunning for him. I wrote your name down. I well, you I, well, I'm gonna try and get old Jimmy. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing about my podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I love that we got the story of how. You inspire me for my podcast. Yeah, yeah. But we have to knock off a couple of things okay, on my podcast okay. to make it, first of all. Relevant. Well, I think the fact that you got me motivated to be in podcasting is relevant. Mm-hmm. But we are going to take you mm-hmm. into my lightning round of fishing questions. Okay, here we go. First of all, biggest fish you've ever caught? And tell me the story. 120-pound marlin. Blue marlin? Tell us about it. I was, uh, every year, for a little stretch, we, we didn't go last year, but every year, uh, one of my best friends, one of my brothers, uh, Mike Gomes, shouts out to him, um, on his birthday in May, every year, he'll charter a, a fishing boat out of, out of, uh, Aia, up there, what is it, is that what it's called? Aia? What's, what's the pier in, in Weren't you out of Kiwalo? I swear I saw no, your no, picture no, on... No. Didn't I see you on the Maggie Joe? Yeah. Where's okay. that launch out of? What's That's that? Kiwalo. Oh, Kiwalo. Because I remember I saw your photo. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I fucking know that tall guy. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so every year we, we we get on Maggie Joe and... Uh, Which is a charter operation out of Honolulu. Shout yeah. out to Maggie Joe. Shout out to Maggie Joe. Shout out to... Uh, uh, the owner of that uh, operation is Mike Durego. Oh, shout out to Mike. And, cool. and the guy who... Uh, was on every one of our trips on Maggie Joe, uh, Polly Lutlevi. Polly Lutlevi, yeah. Future guest. He should be a future guest. Yeah, yeah. We'll get him on both our podcasts. He's already already committed to mine. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, I got some fish from the other day. Wait, 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 wait. wait, What? How, How many fishermen have you had on your podcast? I haven't had any, but he's, he's going to be a future guest. Yeah, he he's would be a good guest. He's going to no, be the second, there's no doubt. The second I, fisherman on the You know what? I really like what he's doing. He is doing like direct to the... Yeah. yeah. He's doing like direct to the consumer. Yeah. I, I, bought, I, I buy a lot of fish. You buy fish from him? Absolutely. Great. That makes me really happy to hear that. Shouts out... Uh, fuck. My phone's dead, but um, they have a fish company. They do. Um, Check out pa- Polly Lou via on Instagram. Yeah, he's a good guy. And I love what he's doing. He's selling fish down south. Um, it's like Pua Leha. Look... Uh, fish company or something. 
on Instagram. Yeah, he's doing like I love what he's doing. Yeah. Um, hold on, we're gonna actually double check this. Super you keep back. talking, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get his thing. Where were we at? Oh my fish! Oh yeah, yeah. So we're uh, Mag- Maggie Joe Sportfish. Okay, um, I found his Instagram. He yeah. is Tuna's in the box. Tuna's in the box. Yep. On Instagram. But his first thing says "Kill Tuna." That's right. net promo. Kill Tuna. Poetic Maui Jim. Yeah. But you Always know. A man, dude. Yeah, he. But you know. Okay, so that that's the more savage side, which we all respect. But what he is doing is. Um, the direct sales. He is putting some beautiful stuff together where he's selling fish directly to the public, without a doubt. Yeah, did you look up like where Pua, is his other part? Like, yeah, like search like Pua Le. Just type in Pua Le, like like. Fish. Yeah, here we go. Pua, Pua Le Fish Corp. Is that what yeah. it is? Pua Le. Yeah. Oh yeah, Pua Le Fish Corp. Yeah. Yep. Our goal is to provide affordable fresh fish to our local community, caught by fishermen of our local community. Reach us at eight zero eight. Three five seven six nine two eight. Yeah, I mean, and you just look at the photos he's got on oh, Instagram. It's fucking top grade, man. It's, it's, it's gorgeous, and I, I and I gotta say, his commitment to using local fish is wonderful. So a huge shout out to him. Um, I've been following what he's been doing, and uh, yep, without a doubt. You got his number? You know, Paulie? Yeah, once in a while he's reached out, and like it really hasn't worked out with me selling fish because again, like remember we were talking in my podcast that most of the time, like ninety nine or a hundred percent. Of my fish is sold before I even hit the dock. Yeah. So sometimes he's kind of contacting me once I've already hit the dock. So everything I've had has been sure. pre-sold. But sure. I love what he's doing. So yes, great guy to support without a doubt. Follow him on Instagram. Has wonderful Always fish. Man, dude. He's yeah. The man. I'm glad to hear that you're buying from him. That makes me really oh, yeah, happy. Dude, I, try, yeah. I mean, I uh, whenever he's in Kona, I I, I try and uh, hit up where they where, where they usually set up uh, in town somewhere. Yeah. Most yeah, of his stuff's down times, south, but like I love what he's doing. His fish looks beautiful. Dude, I got a um, I got a sweet deal with 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 Paulie. Uh, we we get a lot of like lead at, at Atlas. Oh yeah. And, uh, so like I'll hook him up with like oh, lead fishing to, lead. To, oh, maybe, to, so he can like make. Maybe make, we need to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought we talked about this before. I don't know. No, well, I drink should. a lot, so my yeah, memory's shot. Yeah, yeah, maybe we might have. Maybe we didn't. Maybe, maybe we didn't. Mark yeah. said. Probably didn't. Uh, but yeah, so we get a lot of fish. We get a lot of lead at Atlas, and uh, you know that's one of the things we do. We sell lead for scrap, you know, for fishermen to make their own little lead casts and stuff. And that's great. We did a little. I got, I got a little, little barter deal going with Polly every now and then, and um, yeah, I think it's more than mutually beneficial. I think it's pretty freaking awesome. Let me ask you something about this yeah. type of podcast. Can we take a pause in this one? Or are we yeah, fucked? for sure. Well, you, you, I got piss so bad I could take. I do. I, I meant to tell you earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pause. Where? It's like. Okay. Back. We're back. We had to take a little break. I'm not going to lie. My back teeth were floating. Hey, dude, it's an occupational hazard of the business, man. It, I, I, you know, it's it's funny you'd say that because, you know, like. It's also true. You know, once, well, you, once you do more and more of these. Yeah, yeah, tell you, me. You do, you do train your bladder to kind of hang it. Because, like, bro, when I, when we finished ours earlier, yeah. I took like a five-minute piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, dude. Looking at, the amount of be- looking at the amount of beer cans and bottles that we have stacked up here, the uh, I think it was pretty good that we made it when as... you said, oh, can we pause? I was like... Yeah, I was going to piss my Please pants, don't probably. Tell me you got to take a fucking piss because that's... That's balls of steel, man. Good for you. <sighs> dude, I just... I mean, I just didn't want to have to piss my pants in public 
again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, uh, it's been a long time, so like, I really just didn't want to do that at your house. Yeah, no, it's not public. It's been well, we're recording. It's live. I can't really see everybody. I can do it. I just piss my pants. Like, dude, honestly, that was one of those ones where it's just like, dude, you want to hear a funny story? This has absolutely nothing to do with this podcast at all. So whatever. When I was in high school, we had this janitor just like always reeked of alcohol, just like fucking just <laughs> reeked the fucking booze. Yeah. But I, I like for some reason I knew this guy. His name was like fucking Jim, and uh, I liked this guy. And like he had figured out that I liked fishing, so like you know, like you always have like, these connection to fishing. Yeah, and like, yeah. and uh, I used to work on these party boats when I was younger, which were like these head boats where they'd come out and like. So like he got to be kind of like pretty pretty like used to me, and we we would be talking about fishing once in a while. I'd see him on these party boats, and like. Yeah, he would drink all day. And I, we had him on this one charter. And the guy, like, you know, you get there at, at 7 in the morning. The guy's yeah. drinking all day. He's drinking, like, the next, like, you know, all day. All day. We get in at, like, 4.30. Like, an all-day trip to get at 4.30. And then he hangs out at the dock and drinks beer. Well, the next morning, I see him at school. I was actually in in-school suspension. I don't know if you ever experienced yeah, that yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, I was, you know, I, I had done something again where I was fucked. And I was in this in-school suspension where, um, and actually, this is actually helped my writing. This is kind of the funny part. They used to have me, they would get a dictionary. Or a, thesau- a thesaurus, and all day, that what they used to make us do was copy the thesaurus or the dictionary. So I actually learned like a whole lot of words. Like it would just be like writing one word after another, after another, another. Like I would have to do that for like fucking hours. That was like what you did in, in school suspension. But anyways, so I was in, in school suspension, and Jim walked by, and he's like, oh, "Let's go to the bathroom." Like you know, like some random thing. Like I called to go to the bathroom, and he wanted to talk fishing or whatever. He's like, "Oh yeah, we'll just go to the bathroom, talk fishing." So like he goes into the bathroom. And I'll never forget this. Like, because he's still talking to me, and I'm like an old, like, you know, he's like kind of an old man, and he's talking fishing as he's taking a piss in this urinal. And, um, and, I, and I'm like, and I'm over on the side, and he's like talking, he's like, you know what, I should have used like this bait selection, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I've never seen this before. Like, you know how big urinals, right? Like, yeah, you yeah. know, they're huge. Like, mo- any man that's listening knows how big. This guy kept pissing, and pissing, and pissing, and pissing. He got to the point where he filled up the whole urinal, and he's still pissing. He flushes the thing because it like he was like on the edge of topping it off, and he kept pissing, and pissing, and pissing. And I'm like, what? And I'm trying not. It's a fucking racehorse. Yeah, I'm trying not to pay attention, but I'm like, this piss is just not ending. And he doesn't even stop a beat. He's just talking about fishing the whole time. He's like, (laughs) he's like, you know, I fucking, you know what the problem is on that boat. (laughs) He just doesn't even stop. Like the. It's like this, like it's a great this, bit for like a movie. Dude, it was hilarious. Like he literally filled up a full urinal and kept going, and then it, he, he had to double flush a urinal. And I'm like, has that? Right, I'm hitching it. I'm like, does that really happen? Like, dude, that's a trough. That's like a horse trough that the guy fucking completely filled, had to flush it and keep going. And it, like, it didn't even like. And I just remember thinking, like, I, like there's looking back in hindsight, I'm like, here is my my education. I'm in in school suspension. I'm friends with a janitor who's overfilling a fucking urinal. Like, did you ask him about that? What was his secret? Like the, to, to what? The holding the, it that long, or fucking, just going the fucking the, the, the twenty minute piss he took. Well, I think the fucking secret to that was that he always drank at work. I mean, I think that was like he never really stopped drinking. Was a secret because the guy just always smelled like booze. You know, I think I think that I think that was the trick of the trade on that one was the trick. Oh, shots yes, <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the tra- I think the trick of the trade was you just don't stop drinking. <laughs> you know what Jesus I mean? Christ. I mean, he always smelled like fucking booze. Like I mean, like every twenty four hours a day. And I would have never even known this guy except he went fishing on this boat and then he like befriended me. You know what I mean? So it was like. 
befriended you uh, We're back before I missed many uh, 20 minute piss fucking Well no I just breaks. Well you know how they Like a women have uh, go to the bathroom other women they have like the girls who pee together stay together that was like the precursor Jim actually invented that but they stole it this janitor already knew that fucking 20 years ago this janitor already knew that like bros who pee together stay together but the girls they, they hijacked that that was Jim that was the yeah that was that was Jim and the fucking 25 minute pisses or whatever it was. It was it was so fucking ridiculous. And you know, like when you're younger, like and you know, like you're not watching, but like you can't, like an adult's talking to you, so you're like, and they don't really like look away, but you're like super awkward in the situation. Like, why does this guy talk? Like, why why am I invited to the bathroom to talk fishing exactly right now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a fucking kind of an awkward moment in my life, which may have, you know, may have been foretelling of where I ended up, honestly, but. But anyways, okay, so back to yours. Your biggest fish, you got 120... How big? 120-pound marlin. You're on a bachelor party? Is this a bachelor party? No, it was just my, my, my buddy's birthday. He, and and uh, he goes fishing every year? Every year, we, he would do a charter. Okay. And, uh, on the Maggie Joe. On the Maggie Joe. Um, and... Probably was your decade every year. Yep. Yep, okay. Yep. And uh, this was, I think... 20, I think this was May 2017... It was either May 2016 or May 2017. I can't remember. One of those. I remember seeing the photo on Instagram. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember thinking like, yeah. Uh, maybe it was 2017, 2016. Um, and you had hair back then, right? No, just kidding. No, you didn't. Oh, that was mean. Sorry. Never mind. Please go on about the fish. I apologize. That wasn't. Uh, no. <laughs> so, you know, fuck. It's just. It's one of my favorite days of the year, my friend's birthday, because it, it, it is a lot of fun. Like, you know, fuck, you go on a fishing charter with your boys. Had like, you guys ever caught any other marlin on any of the other trips? No marlin, but a lot of ahi. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we, we got, you know, relatively... Pretty good fishing. Yeah, pretty good fishing. And like you said, like, spoiled me, because like the first three times that we went, it was fucking lights out. You caught fish all through the first round? Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, last two, we went fucking over. But anyway, so... Well, that's fishing. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, odds exactly. always catch up with you. I don't no, care who you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but, but you know what? It still was a blast every time, no matter what. And uh, so anyway, so we're going, we're going, and we're like maybe two or three hours. It's yeah, maybe fuck, probably longer than that. We're probably like four or five hours in, and you know, we launch at 6 a.m. So it's probably like, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Are you guys sober at this point? Oh, fuck no. Beer's <laughs> <laughs> crap. Just cracked it as we're pushing off, man. Right, well, okay, so you're a proper charter. And it was, be- dude, it was beautiful. It was, you know, the sun's coming. You guys out. are in Sydney City. Are you, oh. Have you have you already been up all night when you get there? Like a lot of charters. Oh no, no, I got in the night before, in bed by ten, like up at four thirty. And you can go to bed at ten o'clock in Honolulu. I, 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 uh, I didn't even I know that. I self medicate, man. Do a little bit of that. I thought they had like a two a.m. That's not. That's just the thing that I experienced. Ah. That you don't. You, so you actually can go to bed before two a.m. in Honolulu. I didn't even know that. Dude, Honolulu is uh, the devil. Chewed me up and spit me out more times than I can count. What? But I love it for that. You know. Well, I mean, if you got spit out in Honolulu, you didn't pay the right one. <laughs> I had a great. I had a great time this past weekend. We did the Kanye Sandbox. I saw that. Yeah, it was the first time I ever did it. That's it was, an awesome it was time, a lot isn't of it? Fun, dude. A yeah. lot of fun. That is a fun time. You know, 
my last sandbar experience wasn't as anywhere as good as the other ones. It looked like you guys had a good time. Oh, yeah. I had one of those COVID uh, crusaders when oh, we no went. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the last time I went, I was having a good time over there with some friends on the boat. And out of nowhere, this dickweed shows up and explained to me that me and all the guys on the boat had to have masks. And I'm like, who are you? I'm like, we, we we're all on this boat. We're just all like hanging out like. Yeah, like, know. and I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like anti-mask or anything, yeah, but but, little, 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 but like this guy literally swam up to our boat just to let us know that we should all have a mask on my boat. <laughs> I'm like, what? What's going on right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, okay, thanks for the advice. Appreciate that. Like, maybe just stay away from our boat because you're the only one that may be suspect right now. <laughs> like, just yeah, yeah, just like he's a super spare. Yeah, you. you what and and you know the ironic part about this was this guy came swimming out like you know how like you can swim out from the like yeah. like this guy doesn't have a mask on and he's telling us we should be wearing a mask I'm like so you swam out here to tell me we should all have a mask on and you don't have a mask on I'm like like can you explain to me how that works you know <laughs> he probably couldn't nah I, yeah. we're just like okay you know uh oh that's gotta be a girlfriend that was a girlfriend wasn't it that was that was yeah yeah you don't you don't business. get away with it being this late without business. 10 o'clock and you haven't called your girlfriend oh, it's 10 o'clock yeah yeah no you don't get that you don't get yeah. it that late without them calling okay let's wrap up your fishing story and I'll let you uh, love birds go um yeah so it's like 11 o'clock you know we've not a nibble and uh, a nibble not a nibble not a nibble not one not even a nibble that sounds under aggressive for offshore fishing but not even a nibble I got it oh yeah let her know what you're doing yeah Um, if she texts back bullshit, <laughs> she's like, "You're not podcasting." Yeah. What's her name? Yeah, yeah. What's her name? I know. <laughs> uh, so, what was I gonna say? Um, okay, so we don't have a bite yet. Yeah, so not even a nibble, and uh, we're all just kind of like bullshitting and stuff, and uh, no one's sitting in the fucking fighting chair, you know. And we're all just kind of like standing around. I'm kind of getting like, you know, drunk, you know. What? Just like fucking drunk. And uh, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go sit in the fighting chair. I sit in the fighting chair. Like I crack a new beer. I no more than take a sip of my beer. Oh, like so, lion, oh you had the lucky lion. beer. And I, I like, all my, like, my friends were kind of like, we're all kind of like sitting around the chair. It's like... I just I take my beer. I just fucking like I, I reach out. I ha- I just reach out to the nearest person. They grab it. I get in. Like I start fucking cranking. It's maybe like a maybe like a five minute fight. Maybe I pull it right. A five hour fight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, okay. It probably could have been like a minute. I don't okay. Know. Well, you know, well, when you're sitting in the chair, let's say it was probably under ten minutes. It was definitely under 10 minutes. Okay, so it's right. probably five minutes. Well, that's because you're so strong. That, that's because you're so fit. No, but, it, you know, I... Uh, a few-minute fight. It was a few minutes. It wasn't, it wasn't that long. Okay. And, um, yeah, I pulled it in and... He's being uh, humble. It was no, I'm... Ma- it was the biggest 120-pounder <laughs> ever caught. It, it was, a, it <laughs> it was, was the biggest really cool. that size gets. <laughs> it was really cool, man. It, I, I've, I've caught, you know, I've, I've caught, like, akus and nothing. I've never caught, like, a big ahi or anything, but I that was the first... Fish, big by far the biggest fish I've ever caught, and it, awesome. was, it was just really cool, man. And then, uh, you know, we harvested all the meat, like we smoked it all. Like I brought back a bunch of bags of smoked marlin, and gave it to my my friends and and, awesome. and my family, and uh, you know, it, it was it was really cool. And then you know, I got the I got the um, 
what's it called? The Gitaku or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, did you get one? Yeah, you got one? yeah, it's done. Yeah, oh yeah, Guy Taco. Yeah, yeah, I got that done. Um, this guy on Maui, Polly, hooked me up with that, and uh, those are awesome. I, I, I mean, fuck, it was no brainer for me. I was like, shit. Oh yeah, got to do it. Yeah. So for the people at home that don't know what that is, basically what they're doing was it rice paper? Do you know in your case? Yeah, rice paper. So like, uh, it's it's an art where they uh, they put ink on the uh, fish, and they put the paper on it, and uh, basically they press down, and 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 sometimes it goes through multiple different layers of ink or paint, but basically uh, they they do an imprint of the fish, and when they pull the paper away, you have a printed version of the fish you actually caught. It's very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was, uh, and the guy who did it, I, I you know, I fuck, you know, can't remember what their name was and stuff, but uh, yeah, it was it's no brainer. I'm Polly. I'm glad Polly talked me into it because yeah, they're uh, beautiful. I, it, it, it's a good little memento for me, you know. I. Yeah. I well, you know what I like about that is that you get to cherish the fish as far as the art form and the beauty of the fish, and then you also get to eat it, as yeah. opposed to some of the other, you know, like traditional yeah. like mounting and stuff like that. So you get the artsy thing that you get to hold forever, and then you also get to eat the fish, which I think is a win-win. Absolutely, man. I, I uh, yeah, couldn't agree more with that. Um, so yeah, that was my biggest uh, biggest fish so far. I, I I struck out a couple times after that, and. We didn't go last year because of COVID, but his birthday is coming up in a couple months, so hopefully. All right. I got one last question for you then. Let's go. All right. That's your best fishing, and maybe it's the same. And this is kind of where I keep hoping to get kind of some deeper answers that haven't really happened yet. Okay. But your most beautiful moment out at sea, and it doesn't have to involve fishing. What is your most beautiful moment involving the ocean? Dude. And yeah, I'm putting you on the spot here. I get that. Um... Ooh. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been on my fair share of boats, but... Fuck, I don't know. It's not always the physical beauty. Maybe no, it's know. a moment that happens on board. Yeah, I know. I, I'm trying to think because... Oh! Ah, ha, ha. I will, yeah, I... Okay, I'm surprised it didn't come in. I uh, I took a trip to Seattle, fall of 2013. Okay, it's going back a ways. Yeah, yeah, fall of 2013, and uh, we ended up. My girlfriend at the time and I we went up uh, to British Columbia, Victoria, BC. We caught the ferry from Seattle to Victoria, BC, and uh, you know we we're just gonna do like a day trip there. And uh, you know they had like a activities pamphlet, and um, one of them. One of the activities was an orca whale watch. Oh, cool. And uh, I was like, this is what I want to do. We're going. I want to do that. Like, that's what we're doing. And it was met with slight resistance, but I was like, I'm going to be straight up. <laughs> Sounds like you're in a relationship. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to be straight up. Like, I, I'm going to do this. And if you don't want to go, like, I, I will do this by myself. She's like, your ex, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, dude, it ended up being the most, the most, like, unbelievable thing. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big whale fan. Like, I, I, I went through a really big whale phase as a kid. Like, I. Free Willy. Yeah, Free Willy. Tell, yeah. tell me, don't, yeah. hold on a second. Tell me you really were into Free Willy. Oh, yeah, I loved Free Willy. I don't know, really? I loved, 
I mean, I like the movie, yeah. As, I love as, that. As a, as I love seven, that. As a seven-year-old or eight-year-old, yeah, I loved Free Willy. Um, That's great. Free Willy, Free Willy 2, yeah. Oh, even the sequel. You even like yeah. the sequel? You even yeah. like the shitty Dude, sequel? Keiko, man. Shouts out to Keiko. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, You yeah. were a whale, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah good for you. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm a big, yeah. uh, big, big whale guy. And um, so, uh, it was crazy, dude. Like, we we came up on a pod that... A false killer whale. Or, or killer whales. Killer whales. Orcas, yeah. Okay, killer whales. Proper killer whales. Yeah. We came up on a pod that was like... Well, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to like approach them, but we kind of like we're in an area, and then all of a sudden, like they kind of like whipped around. You ethic showed up. Ethically, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You ethically got close to them. Like, yeah, really freaking close to us, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like the guy that was with us was creaming his fucking pants, bro. He was just like. Just like taking pictures, like snapping pictures, and like, like, oh shit! When you say creaming your pants like when you're was, whale watching, he, what does that was, mean exactly? He was, he was, as as what I can only imagine as an avid whale enthusiast, he, he was, ejaculated his pants. He ejaculated. Oh, yeah. Wow, that is quite the whale watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but dude, he, like I, I talked to him afterwards. He ended up like having like because you know we told him we were from Hawaii and shit, and he you know he. uh would he have creamed his pants over that as well? Probably. Yeah. But he just—he had a beer with us yeah. after and stuff, and he was telling he was like, you know, I've been doing this for five years. Like, this was the best day I've ever had. Oh, really? You yeah. hit—you hit like his mega trip. Yeah, yeah. So, he what were these just, things doing that made him so incredible? I don't know, man. I mean, they were just like really close. Like, they were just kind of like fucking. All, there was like twenty of them. They were all like swimming around the boat and like, you know, like all sizes or they. Yeah, there there was. They, the 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 one the one big male was like far out but like you know there's a lot of like juvenile males a lot of like big like matriarchal females like like all it was nuts bro sounds about right one guy taking it serious and the rest are fucking off sounds sounds like sounds like sounds like the job site it was nuts man it was nuts and uh i'm sorry it took me so long to think about that but no that's beautiful i'm glad you said that uh without a doubt my like how, one of the best, one of the best days of my life. How much that. time did they spend with you? Minutes, baby, maybe. Well, three, three to five minutes. You know, and that's so interesting that three to five minutes yeah. in encounters of that of the, that caliber is a is lifetimes as far as those yes. things go. Like, and that sometimes people don't realize that. Like that that like as far as encounters like that go, that that those are lifetimes. Could have been thirty seconds, dude. It would have felt like an hour to me. Like yeah. it was nuts. Like, like it must have been a really three, long time. If I you're say good. three to five minutes when I was there, it 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 felt fucking incredible. Like hours. Like it was cra- it was crazy, man. It, now let me ask you something. Yeah. Uh, and I said that was my last question, but I'm lying yeah, because yeah, but but because you have inspired me. After. Is it not humbling when you see what the ocean oh, can can produce? Like I'm the I'm the biggest. I respect the ocean to a point where it, it's almost like I, I feel like a like a pussy because it's like you know I I, I don't put myself I, I'm more of a land fish dude I'm, I'm I'm really like I don't surf like I don't I don't I don't I I'm not I don't consider myself a waterman I just uh, but I do enjoy the ocean I do love the ocean I, I have a profound respect for it but. Um, you could love the ocean yeah, I mean, without being on it all oh, no, the time. No, 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 I agree. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree. 
I just think it's the ultimate, uh, it's the ultimate, like, force of the world, man. Like, it's the ultimate, uh, you know, life force of the world. Un, un, uh, you know, not un uncontrollable, but, uh, yeah, un uncontrollable. Un unobtainable. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like... You lost me a little bit on that word, but I know that you mean. A, a word, I know you mean a big word. word. I know you mean a big word. And anytime you're looking for a big word, it's got to be important. God, it's a big word. Yeah, you you text me and be like, yeah, dude, yeah. it was that yeah, word. Be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> <laughs> that was the word. All right, hey, it's been awesome, dude, man. Any final words? Uh, best of luck with. Uh, your podcast venture. I'm a big. I'm already a big fan. I, um, I think uh, someone like you. No, just just knowing you as a person and and, and as a friend, uh, I know that uh, this is something that you will definitely excel at because uh, you not only have a lot of experience, but um, I'm drunk a lot. <laughs> and the and the podcast is called Whiskey, Women, and Water. <laughs> Hey, you're true to your word. Hey, thanks for doing this, man. Thanks, yeah, thanks no, for thank having you. me on. Yeah, I appreciate this. Yeah. yeah, best of luck with everything. Thank you very much. Hey, best of luck with you. Thank you, bro. Everything. Huge inspiration, and I mean that. Thank you. We wouldn't be here today on my podcast talking about your podcast if it wasn't for you kind of inviting me on your podcast. <laughs> so, thank, thank you very much, man. Hey, appreciate thank you, it. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thanks, Captain. You're right. the man, bro. You're the man, buddy. Thank you.